Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. of demons I know normally we when we talk about transference of spirit most of the time we are looking at the transference of the anointing and mantles and so on and so forth but today I want to show you that demons too can be transferred I want to look at the transference of spirit and there, there is a, a text the typical case of the transfer of demons is the movement of the legion of demons from one person into about 2,000 pigs. So the Bible said that Jesus asked the demoniac and said, what is your name? And he said, my name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto them, the mountains, a great herd of swine that were feeding and all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forth with Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000, and they were choked in the sea okay so we are told that the demons told jesus they said we want to enter into the the pigs and jesus gave them permission i i, I there, there are many things we can say about the transference of spirit how it is done and so on and so forth but let me just talk about this thing in three points i want to talk about what i call passion 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 then I want to talk about petition. And then I'll talk about possession. Everybody say passion. Everybody say petition. And everybody say possession. Now, these three things apply to good things and bad things. If you want a good thing, number one, you must have a desire or a passion. A strong want, a strong desire. I need this. Then there will be a petition. You ask for it. And then after that, there's a possession. You take it. Is that okay? So you want it. You ask for it. And you take it. That is the way you transfer a shirt from a shop to your house. That is the way you transfer kenke from the kenke vendor into your stomach. That is the way you transfer um light from a shop where they sell lights into your house first of all you want it then you ask for it and then you take it so passion petition and possession and you see these three in this man now the first one is the desire the desire that they told jesus can you permit us to enter these peaks let's enter into these peaks that is a passion a craving, a desire for something. 
So Jesus is coming to cast out these devils. And, and the demons, number one, they desire the human being. They have entered the human being. Now they are threatened with being ejected or evicted. And they are saying, permit us to enter this one. There's a desire. I can tell you as I speak right now, those of you under the sound of my voice, maybe there's a demon somewhere that has desired you. Some, some spirit somewhere is looking for you. So sometimes it's witchcraft and the spirit, spirit is looking for somebody in the family. They are looking for somebody in the house. A spirit of lust, fornication, adultery, rape is in somebody and you are the one they desire. Arm robbery spirit is in somebody and you are the one they desire. So at any particular point where a spirit is trying to enter somebody, so maybe there's a spirit of arm robbery in the town, is looking for young people to enter, then that spirit will look at your muscle and then anytime you stand in front of the mirror, you do this, you do this, and the demon is saying, mm -hmm, if I can get this. So at any particular point, there is a spirit that is looking for somebody. Somebody opens a pito bar or a beer bar or a wee selling center and immediately that demon is in town and the demon is looking for somebody to enter. So you know what people, you are the target of the desire of a spirit. One day Jesus was talking to Peter and he told Peter something that is very intriguing. He said, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not and when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Okay? Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you like we. That means the devil's passion is to have you. The devil wants you. So by now that you are just walking about and you are free and you are thinking that, okay, I'm fine. And then a certain spirit of sickness is looking for you. A certain spirit of poverty is looking for you. A certain spirit of confusion is looking for you. A certain spirit of bereavement is looking for you. A certain spirit of death is looking for you. So where we sit now, there may be a spirit looking for you. And you now want to ask a question. Now, so, so how do I deal with that spirit? By discernment, detection. How did Jesus know? Jesus knew a spirit was looking for Peter because Jesus discerned the spirit. Now, how do you know? That somebody has got coronavirus, you detect it with a laboratory test. In the same way, you and I must have the power of discernment or the power of detection. Where we can detect a demon, we can smell the demon. We can tell that this demon is looking for somebody. This demon wants to do that. And this demon wants to do that. And that is where the discerning of spirits and, 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 the, and the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. We will be talking about discerning of spirits, word of wisdom, and word of knowledge. We will talk about all these things next month when we deal with the, the month of um, charisma. But so you, you will have to detect the spirit. You have to detect it or discern. So the first thing we are looking at is passion. The second one which I would dwell longest on is petition. And I'm praying that the petition will not scare you. But I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot of talking negotiations going on 
and you don't know anything about it. Many things happen. You know, when the Shunammite son died, you know what the Shunammite son said? The Shunammite son died, and Elijah said, how did God hide this from me? God didn't tell me about this one. Many things happen. The other day I was talking to um, one of my daughters who came from Accra. And I told her, I said, I was telling her something. And she was asking me, Daddy, can this be real? And I said, you know, the difference between us and you people is that we see some things you don't see. And because we see some things you don't see, the way we think is different from the way you think. The way we talk is different from the way we talk. And the way we do our things is different from the way you do your things. Because we operate with different philosophies in this world. Different philosophies. Because of what we can see. There are many discussions that take place in the spirit. And you don't know about them. So, Let's go back to our friends, the pigs. These are pigs who are feeding. They are feeding around a mountain. They did not know that a conversation was taking place between Jesus and demons. Innocent pigs. Omudidi. And a discussion is taking place between this powerful man on earth and demons and they are negotiating and he's trying to cast them out and the demons are negotiating that you know what we want to enter the pigs and the pigs are eating they don't know anything about it the only thing time they realized was that a demon demons stood six thousand demons had distributed, distributed themselves among 2,000 pigs. And the demons were so violent in them, they drove them violently into the sea and drowned them. They never knew what was going on. Ladies and gentlemen, I like the people who walk about and when you hear them, they say, oh, I have my own will. I do what I want to do. You know, I'm going Jack, since, since when were you your own man? Something is controlling you. The demons in your family, the demons in your town, the demons in your city, the demons in your nation, they are having negotiations. And you know, the interesting thing about that is some of the negotiations are even with God. Now, Job was an innocent person walking on the earth and God and Satan were talking about him. We are look at your face. I think by now they are discussing you somewhere. Yeah. They are discussing him. Have you seen Job? Yeah. Job is on earth. He never even knew something like Satan existed. Maybe too he knew. I don't know. But did he know he knew about God, definitely. But did he know that God and the devil are conversing and the de- God is using him to boast and the devil is getting angry? This man is offering sacrifices for his children and he's saying, just in case my children sin against God and so on and so forth. And God too, the devil comes. God, keep quiet small. 
Some of you may have to go and beg God to keep quiet about you and stop boasting about you. So now he goes there and then the, the, the God is saying, did you see where, where, are, where are you coming from? He said, I'm coming from walking to and through the earth. And, and he said, when you went, did you see my servant Job? He said, I've seen Job. And he said, okay, did you see that the man is very righteous? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. But, and then they started the conversation and finally God told the devil, you can go. So it was actually the God who transferred the devil into Job's house. God permitted him to enter. And there are times in your life God will permit the devil to enter your house, enter your business, enter your ministry. But if God decides to allow it, it's because God knows you can stand. Don't embarrass God with your failure, with your fall. Listen, no, there's no temptation that has taken you, but such as is common with man. And that is why when you know God at a certain point, you really don't care whether something is coming from devil or coming from God. You just know that you, in all these things, you are more than a conqueror. And you know that all things work together for your good. And you know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. But God and the devil were busy talking. There was, there was some negotiation there. They were talking. And um, we, we are talking about the case of um, this... Uh, pigs and they are discussing and, and at the time they were discussing the pigs were busy eating that is why whenever you are eating you must stop sometimes you must start, stop digesting and descend you are just eating you are not looking at anything you are not watching anything when they say fast you won't fast when they say pray you will not pray when they say come to church you will not come to church you are just walking about and 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 I was preparing this particular thing and I said something. I, 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 let, let me, let me, uh, uh, let me get, get what I was saying. I was talking about sometimes when that discussion is t- taking place about you, you are busy eating. There are times you are playing. You are playing. I want to tell you something on a serious note. Those of you who go to church and you are under the sound of my voice, listen. If you change where you sit in your church, I can promise you in three months, you become spiritual. Especially those who like sitting at the back and hiding in churches. I am yet to see very spiritual people in a church who sit at the back. Their back is for people who want to come late. And also go away before we share the grace. I can promise you, if you want to see the devil in a church, go to the back. That's where he will sit. Now, for example, if I come to church and I'm not sure, and I I think I may sleep during the service, where do you think I will sit? If I know I want to gossip, where do you think I will sit? If I know I urinate like a broken tap, where do you think I will sit? If I'm running Zao, Zao. Those of you who are guilty can't even clap. No, no, no. So, so, if you are looking for church leaders, people who sit at the back, don't elect them. They're not serious. They're not serious. Apart from desert pastures, I'm talking about other churches. 
apart from desert pastures. As for desert pastures, everybody is correct, including those who sit on the roof with the vultures. Ministration and they are ministering and they are shouting fire, fire. Where the demons live? Where do you think they go? You think they just leave and go into town looking for people? When there's accom- accommodation around in Trasaco Valley, the back of the church is the Trasaco. That's the Trasaco Valley. So the pigs they were feeding. Sometimes some people, they are playing about in the church. At times, some are sleeping. Huh? Whilst men slept. Whilst men slept. Then the wicked one went and planted the tears. So at times, by the time you wake up from sleep, they are planted something to you. And it's very dangerous to sleep. It's very dangerous to sleep when you are asleep. Can I say that again? It is dangerous to sleep when you are asleep. Somebody said, how do I sleep when I'm asleep? Anybody who they wake up from sleep and you make hmm, you are easy accommodation for the devil. It means when you sleep, you sleep. Uh, and then, when you can wake up in the night and go and pee and come back and sleep and you don't remember, you went there. It means you, you were asleep when you slept. Some can get up when they are asleep, drink tea, sleep. And the following day, they cannot remember. They drank tea. When you ask them, they say, oh, as for me, I have peace. I sleep deep. No, you don't sleep deep. You are dead. <laughs> so while you are asleep, then all this witchcraft and all these divinations... No, listen to me. Your sleep life should be said that. And you are up, especially when you've had good sleep of about six hours or five hours, seven hours. You should be able to open your eyes. You shouldn't sleep and sleep like that. So some sleep, some play. Others are careless. And um, whilst they were doing all these things, the Bible said that the demons just came and entered them. I want to show you <clears throat> a vision Micaiah the prophet saw when he stood before King Ahab and King Jehoshaphat. When Ahab was going to war and Jehoshaphat said, I will go with you. And they brought Micaiah. And Micaiah said, you, when you go to this battle, you are going to lose the battle because I saw something in heaven. And look at what he said he saw. He said, hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven standing by him on the right and on his left. So on the right and the left of God, I saw the host, that is the angels of God standing to the left and to the right. And the Lord said, who will persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ram of Gilead? I read the scripture, I'm like, some of the things we blame the devil for on earth, eh? they were generated by God. Now, God is not happy with this King Ahab. 
because of idolatry. And he said, I want Ahab to fall. I want to bring him down. But there must be a system by which Ahab will come down. Who can go and persuade him to go and fight a battle he's not supposed to fight? So one of the demons said this. And another one said this. So I can imagine God is sitting on his throne. And one demon said, Say, and I can imagine God sitting there and he's just looking at these demons and these, these angels and <laughs> somebody said this, another one said that verse number 21 and there came forth a spirit and I believe that this spirit they call it a spirit because this one is not an angel of God. So while the clean spirits and we're talking, somebody said this and somebody said this. Then a demon spirit of the devil came around and stood before the Lord and he said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, How? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. Because God knows all things. So when the demon now came and said, I will go and I will be a lying spirit. He said, go and persuade him because you are going to succeed. Now, it only means that even if God didn't send this demon, this demon would have succeeded in the assignment because it was the plan of the demon already. God in all his foreknowledge and knowing things that are even coming in the future knew that this is what a demon is going to do to Ahab and Jehoshaphat. He only put it to the test. And the demon came and said, this is what we will do. This was a plan of the demons even before they stood in front of God. God, God, God only put that thing there as a test case. So the demon comes now and says, I will go and attempt it. And then I will let him go into this. And then he will fall. So now, you are a businessman. And the devil wants the business. And the devil wants your business to come down. So the devil will just come to you with a very nice deal. With a nice deal. Nice deal. There is this business here. Bam, 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 bam. You are going to get some 100,000 cities. Cool. It's a demon. It has come into your environment. A man comes. The demon wants you to fall into fornication. So, how will we get this sister to fornicate? Then a demon gets up and says, I will go and I'll say, I want to marry her. And I'll tell her she's very beautiful. And the, the God said, okay, now go. And this demon comes and finds this wawa girl. Oh, you're beautiful. <laughs> Nobody has told me this before. <laughs> you are the first. By the time he's the first. It means he's lying. And then, uh, people have been saying it, <laughs> but the way you are also saying it now, I believe it. I believe it. So the demons just find a plan that this is the way we are going to do it, and I'm going to be a lying spirit. So now Ahab is there, and all of a sudden, these lying spirits have entered the mouth of a prophet. These lying spirits have entered the mouth of prophets, and they are prophets and lies. They say, "Go, you are going to win the battle. The battle is going to be very easy for you." This battle is going to be very easy. 
Go, go there. You are going to win. And Ahab and, Je- and, and, and Jehoshaphat was in doubt. But Ahab believed the false prophet. So when the demons want to enter people, there are a lot of discussions and negotiations that take place. And you must be very careful when you are walking the face of the earth because you know there are a lot of discussions that are taking place concerning your life. Like I told you, Jesus told Peter, he said, Peter, Satan has sought to have you that he may sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you so that when, so I have prayed for you so that your faith will not fail. And he said, and when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Come on, somebody clap your hands and praise Jesus. Now, so that is petition. Look at um, John chapter 13 and the verse number 26. In John chapter 13, the verse number 26, Jesus is about to die. Somebody must betray him. And he must be arrested and then crucified. And then he has to go to heaven and so on and so forth. People have to be saved, etc. And Jesus is talking to his disciples in the verse number 26. And he said, one of you is going to betray me. And they said, who, who is the one going to betray me? And Jesus answered and said, he it is to whom I shall give soap when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the soap, he gave it unto Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after that soap, Satan entered into him. And Jesus said unto him, that which thou doest, do it quickly. <laughs> Satan entered into him. Satan entered into him. The devil entered him. This, this is one of the first, one of the few instances in the Bible when a spirit angel entered a human being. Normally it is demons and foul spirits that enter people. Um, fallen angels have their own spiritual bodies, it is believed. And the demons, they are disembodied beings. But this is one of the first times and only times we are seeing in the scripture that the devil, who is a fallen angel, actually entered a human being. And normally, when a fallen angel enters a human being, the level of their wickedness is something you cannot imagine. They can do strange things. No, they are the people that can cause a whole nationwide chaos. They can cause chaos in a whole, on a whole continent. They can throw a whole continent down. They can throw a whole aeroplane down. They can bring down a whole bus that is carrying about 35 people. And that's because of the, the, the massive nature of the spirit that has entered them. So we are seeing that there is a lot of petition involved when demons have to enter a person. A lot of negotiation takes place when they are going to enter the person. Now, so we have, Satan has desired you that he may save you like wheat. But I pray for you. That means the devil really, after the passion, put in a petition. I want Peter. And then Jesus now goes to God and prays for Peter. That father, deliver Peter from this spirit that wants Peter to destroy Peter. Now, so going back to our pigs, 
the pigs were feeding and the demons went and made a request to Jesus. They said, we want to enter the pigs. And Jesus gave them permission and they entered. And that takes us to the third place. And that place there is called possession. In terms of the possession, Jesus and, and what is his name? And Peter, I beg your pardon, Jesus and Judas is carrying. Jesus told Judas, he said, that which you want to do, do it quick, quickly. And the reason he could do it and do it quickly was because the demon had possessed him. Satan had entered him. Now look at me. Look at me. I believe that when Judas Iscariot was betraying Jesus for them to destroy him, he thought he was doing something right. Many times when you look at people who the spirit of rebellion has entered them in churches, they behave typically like Lucifer in heaven who de decided there was war in heaven and the devil just mobilized the angels and they started misbehaving. And I, I have seen many things in church. And if you will permit me, one of the times you can see Satan has really entered a human being, sometimes is when you are looking at a church break, when you are looking at somebody breaking away from a church. It, it is... One of the situations where you can see that the devil has really entered a human being. The lies. The blackmail. You know, because they know they don't have the armor of truth to fight the senior pastor or fight the church. So what they go about with is lies. And the bitterness they put in others. They will tell somebody this, put something, and most miss mostly when you see them talking. They are so angry. They are so angry. You think somebody has killed their children. You ask them, what did they do to you? And when they start swearing and ranting, and sometimes you will go to the senior pastor and you are like, well, this your associate pastor or this pastor is angry about this or that. And the pastor will say, I don't know anything about it. I don't even know the person is going through this. But something has possessed the person. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.